0: Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church, North Hills, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. There are people we feel close to like our parents, brothers, sisters, and friends. And then there are people we live close to, like the family next door, or the man who plays the piano across the street, or the lady with lots of cats in the house behind us. These are our neighbors. I wonder, though, can the people who live far away on the other side of town also be our neighbors? What about the people we meet when we travel to another city or country? Are they our neighbors? Who are our neighbors? In today's Gospel from St. Luke, Jesus and the disciples are traveling to Jerusalem. As they pass through a town, they are not invited into anyone's home. The Samaritans, the name of the people who live in the town, are not being very neighborly to jesus and his friends so they keep going a little further on a lawyer who is an expert in hebrew scripture walks up to jesus and asks him a question teacher what must i do to get to heaven jesus answers you know scripture what does it say and the lawyer says i must love god with all my heart and i must love my neighbor as myself excellent Jesus says, there is your answer. But then the lawyer asks, who is my neighbor? So instead of giving an answer, Jesus tells him a story. One day, a man is traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho when he is attacked by robbers and left to die. Along comes a priest who sees the man but doesn't stop to help him. Then along comes a Levite, and just like the priest, he doesn't help the man either. Finally, a Samaritan who comes along and sees the hurt man and has compassion. He stops, bandages the man's wounds, and takes him to a hotel. He pays the people at the hotel to take care of the man until he can come back. After telling the story, Jesus then asks, Which of these men is a neighbor to the one who is attacked by the robbers? And the lawyer knows right away that the neighbor is the Samaritan. Then Jesus tells the lawyer, Now go and love your neighbor. In today's Sunday story, Leo lives alone in a big house. One day a family moves in, but they don't see Leo because he is a ghost. Wanting to be a good host, Leo the ghost welcomes them with a tray of mint tea and honey toast. Will the family see Leo? Will the family and Leo get along? What do you think will happen? Let's listen to today's Sunday story. leo a ghost story by mac barnett this is leo most people cannot see him but you can leo is a ghost for many years leo lived by himself in a house on the edge of the city reading books and drawing pictures in the dust one day in spring a family moved in leo was glad to have company On the family's first night, he made them mint tea and honey toast. Leo thought he was being a good host. But the family saw things differently. They hid in the bathroom and locked the door. This house is haunted, said the man. Gary, I'm scared, said the woman. I hate tea, said the boy, and I hate ghosts. They did not know that Leo was floating above the tub, He heard everything they said. The family called in a scientist, a clergyman, and a psychic to get rid of the ghost. But they should have saved their money. Leo knew he was unwanted. He said goodbye to his home and left. I have been a house ghost all my life, Leo thought. Maybe I would like to be a roaming ghost for a while. So... Leo roamed. He saw the city and the people who lived there. Nobody saw Leo. The city was not like Leo remembered it. Some places were wonderful. Some places were scary. Everywhere it was noisy. Leo went to a street corner where his favorite candy store used to be. Now nothing was there. Excuse me, he asked a police officer. Do you know where... The police officer walked right through him. There was an afternoon when Leo found himself roaming along a sidewalk covered in drawings. He came across a girl holding chalk in her hand. The girl looked up and stared right at Leo. I'm Jane, she said. What's your name? It felt so strange to be looked at that at first Leo said nothing. Finally, he replied, I'm Leo, Jane nodded. Leo, do you want to play knights of the round table? Yes. Leo said because he did. Good, said Jane. First, you have to be knighted by the king. Who is the king? Leo asked. I am, said Jane. That's why I'm wearing this crown on my head. Leo looked at her head. He did not see a crown. Still, he kneeled down and was knighted on the spot. Leo and Jane sat at a table. Sir Leo, said Jane, meet Sir Ruffs, a loyal dog. Don't you think he looks handsome in his armor? Yes, said Leo. He bowed at an empty chair. "'And Sir Leo,' said Jane, "'this is Sir Muse, a loyal cat. "'Don't you find his whiskers wise-looking?' "'I do,' said Leo, and he bowed again. "'And finally,' said Jane, "'this is Sir Squawks,' Leo interrupted. "'A loyal bird.' "'Jane frowned. "'No,' she said. "'Sir Squawks is a giant hamster.' "'Oh,' said Leo.' I, well, I'm not wearing my glasses. Jane squinted at the chair. I guess, she said. Jane, a woman's voice came from another room. Tell your imaginary friend goodbye and come down to dinner. Fine, said Jane. She turned to Leo. My mom doesn't think imaginary friends are worthwhile, but I think you're great. And with that, she stood up and went to the kitchen. Leo felt awful. She thinks I am imaginary, he thought. If I tell her I am a ghost, I will scare her away. After dinner, Jane returned to her room and gave Leo a sword. They snuck into a cave, slew a dragon, and stole all his loot. When Leo closed his eyes, he could almost see the gold coins and green scales. After a glorious feast, it was time for bed. Jane gave Leo a pillow and a sheet. Don't tell Sir Ruffs, she said, but you are my best imaginary friend. Yes, said Leo. He was so happy he couldn't sleep. Leo went to the living room so he wouldn't wake Jane with his rustling. All night long he lay on the floor designing his coat of arms. And so Leo was awake when a sneak thief came in through the window. Halt! cried Leo, but the thief passed through him on his way to the silverware. Later, Leo would not be able to say where the idea came from. He threw the bedsheet over himself and flew at the thief, who was so frightened he dropped all the salad forks. Leo chased the man into the closet, then slammed the door shut and locked him inside. It was all very well done. The sound of the door woke Jane, who called the police and roused her mother. A squad car came and hauled the man off to jail. That was that. Thanks, said Jane. You're welcome, said Leo. I'm glad I could help. But Leo, said Jane, if you are my imaginary friend, how could you scare that robber? Leah looked down at the carpet. Jane, I told you a lie. I am a ghost. I said I was your imaginary friend, but I'm not. I am just your real friend. Oh, said Jane. Well, that's even better. And they went to the kitchen to have mint tea and honey toast at midnight. Are you as surprised as I am with the way the new family treats Leo? They don't even give him a chance, do they? Well, should this surprise us? I mean, after all, how would we feel if we moved into a house and a ghost greeted us with tea and toast? A ghost is not whom we would expect or want to meet us on our first night in a new home. We would prefer being visited by a neighbor, but never a ghost. Hey! But wait, isn't Leo just being neighborly? Couldn't a ghost be a neighbor? Rather than start trouble, Leo moves on. He decides to roam, just as Jesus and the disciples move on when they are treated rudely in the Samaritan town. Leo arrives in the city to find lots of people, but nobody sees him because he's a ghost. In today's gospel story, the priest and Levite pretend not to see the hurt man on the road. They avoid him because they don't know him and are afraid of him, just as the family avoids and is afraid of Leo because they don't know him either. Which makes me wonder, do you have to know someone to be their neighbor? Well, once there was a man named Mr. Rogers who had a TV show called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, He begins the show by singing a song, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, A Beautiful Day for a Neighbor. Maybe you have seen his show. Anyway, Mr. Rogers calls all the children and adults who watch the show his neighbors, which seems unusual because he can't possibly know all the children and their parents, but still, he considers them to be his neighbors. If Mr. Rogers were to meet you or me on the street for the first time, he would most definitely stop and say, Hello, neighbor, because Mr. Rogers sees all people as his neighbors, and I bet if he met Leo, he would consider him to be a very good neighbor, even though Leo is a ghost. I love today's Sunday stories because they help me to see that sometimes the person sometimes the people we least expect to be a neighbor are the very ones who are the most kind and the most loving neighbors of all. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you for loving us. Help us to see all people as our neighbors. Help us to love them with the same kind of love that you give to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.